Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, thanks for joining me. Today, I want to tell you about an example I saw of clever positioning for a kind of an HR business. So what happened was I was driving the kids to school and on the way back, I saw a red van with big branding on the side. Uh, It said 2468 Workplace Appreciation. So most HR businesses that I know don't have a van, don't have a car with, you know, the library, the branding all over the side of it. So it got me curious. I was stuck in a big long line of traffic. So I did pull out my phone, which please do not report me to the police. The car was not moving. I was perfectly safe and was safe for another five minutes, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, I looked this thing up, 2468 Workplace Appreciation. So I went to the website uh, and the headline says, and I'm going to read from my phone. So excuse me for looking away or pausing if you're watching the video version. Helping you build a stronger business, one break at a time. And then the subheadline or the the next section says, research shows us that employees who receive appreciation in the workplace are happier and more productive. So start with something as simple as a decent break room. So then it goes, tell me more. And then it's explaining their services, but the key message, you know, a further subheading is build a better culture and a stronger, more engaged workforce one break at a time. So definitely very HR related, right? Workplace um, engagement, workplace appreciation, that sort of thing. So I scroll down. I still don't know what the business does yet, of course, but uh, the next section when it gets to the service is how the power of appreciation can help your business. Increase productivity. So research shows that well-recognized employees have more drive and determination and are more efficient and can be more innovative. Next section, attract and retain staff. Big topic. A culture of appreciation helps you become a more attractive company for employees and helps increase the loyalty of your workforce. Next section, improve employee engagement levels. Employees who feel like they belong develop better work relationships, uh, improved personal standing and stronger connections to the company. And then lastly, create a positive work culture. The ripple of appreciation for your employees can be immediately felt while also creating a great place to work in the long term. These are all excellent things for uh, an HR person to be considering for their organization. So now finally we get to the what do we do says in the end they off they uh, well breakout spaces, coffee, snacking, water, micro markets, you know, so for like the Google businesses and stuff like that, where they've got the big cafeteria and you can go and grab your free biscuits and fruit and all that kind of stuff. So micro markets, recharge zones, so vending machines, things like that, um, even washrooms um, and, and that sort of stuff. So if you're being, um, I don't know, traditional, cynical, whatever you might say, you might say, well, that's not really HR. They're in the, um, you know, office facilities management so serving food drinks beverages looking after washrooms um, these mini market things that i described but you would blend into a sea of i don't know mediocrity if you just went with that angle potentially it's a very hard market to crack into and i just love what they've done 2468 workplace appreciation and they've angled their service entirely 
at keeping your workforce happy, your people happy, your employees happy, keeping them more engaged. You know, the whole messaging is around, well, let's get people together, you know, even in the breaks and meetings that they might have in cafeterias or in the kitchens and things like that. You'll get personal bonds, relationships forming, but people will be able to um, network and potentially have meetings there and productivity goes up, all that kind of stuff. It's just wonderful thinking. And I think it's it got me um, reflecting on the positioning for HR businesses because you know, obviously I deal with hundreds of HR businesses around the world, whether that's technology or consulting. And as usual, I would say HR covers diversity, inclusion, employee engagement, recruitment, general estate HR services, et cetera. Um, but what happens is when I talk to a business and I say, well, you know, tell me about your business, you know, what's your positioning, how do you stand out? There are a few different ways that people describe it, but a, a very common one might be um, we really get to know the business and understand it and that's our point of difference. Or we are experts in the field of HR and that's our point of difference. Um, or another point of difference that I would hear a lot is we would do a deep dive or an audit uh, before we start to really uh, understand what's going on in the business so we can really uh, determine excellent services or propositions for you. Uh, and these are all good things and they're all really, really important and I would encourage you to keep doing them. It's just if everyone is saying the same thing, you've got to sometimes find ways of standing out, of positioning yourselves differently. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, then you know I often talk about trying to choose a niche or, or an area of speciality. I will say most businesses don't do that, and that's perfectly cool. We then go to plan B where we work out a way of um, uh, improving the conversion rates and things like that of your different services and marketing efforts. There's all sorts of cool ways you can do that. So no problem if you don't do it. If you do specialize and stuff, it is easier because you can have um, branding and positioning and you can go to the right events, all that kind of stuff. Um, but nonetheless, there are ways of thinking about your positioning, even if you're not doing niching or choosing special focus areas. So think of adjectives, you know, just words like faster, quicker, easier, cheaper, more expensive, who knows, all these different adjectives. And then think, what is it about our service and the way we deliver um, and the people within the organization? Are we friendly? Are we well organized? Are we chatty you know there, there are all different ways and you will have clients that appreciate different aspects so if you think about the big players the big consulting firms the classic is they send in a couple of senior partners in for the meeting to win the business and then you never see them again until the quarterly report just before they send you their big bill um, and what happens is they then send juniors in who don't know their stuff and they're, they're learning the ropes and they're using all these fancy um, spreadsheets and, and PowerPoint presentations, but really are they affecting change? Probably not as well as you would. Um, so maybe that's part of your positioning to say, look, we are absolute experts who not only know the theory, but the practice. Uh, and so we can uh, help you implement stuff, but we know what problems will occur, what the roadblocks and stuff like that. Like the classic example that I always share is a, an employee survey. You might get a firm to roll out an employee survey, but someone like you knows the fact that when you go and report the results back to the management team, you know what the reaction's going to be. It's going to be, oh, no, it's not my fault. It's nothing to do with us. Um, it, it's this department, they lost an account, and so they're all disappointed. Or we had some tech dramas over in the other department, and so that was an issue. Or well, this division, there's been issues. They would never take responsibility or whatever. So you, as an expert, you know that that's coming, and so you can explain, well, part of the survey process you will always 
uh, encounter resistance at the report backstage. And so we have a plan for that. And the way we do that is X, Y, Z. That's showing um, expertise in a way that's practical and can be understood. Another way of differentiating or positioning your, your business in a stronger or different way is adopting models. So that's something we do a lot in the HR Business Accelerator is helping you maybe determine a model or a process that you can communicate as your unique um, methodology and so on. Because that you, you do, you have a world of experience. You've got your work history, your CV before you started your own business. And now that you're running your operations and stuff, you've got a whole lot more experience and um, you've been through all the the ups and downs of helping clients do their stuff. So you probably have a preferred methodology, uh, which you've ironed out along the way, which works really, really well. Why not communicate that? That suddenly be giving, is, is giving you a point of positioning or a difference other than just we get to know you or we'll audit your business or we're, we're experts. So look, if a business facilities management company can position themselves in such a strong way and kudos to them, I, I must leave the, the link to their business in the show notes because... Um, uh, I love what they've done. But if they can do that and call themselves a solid HR workplace appreciation employee engagement company, then absolutely you can find a way without necessarily niching down or choosing a focus area. Um, you can do it to increase your positioning and attractiveness to your ideal clients. So something to think about and um, let me know how you get on. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.